0: Okay, I'm recording too. You ready for this? I'm ready. Three, two, one. Welcome to the Politipop Podcast, the podcast where we take your favorite pop culture media and discuss the social and political themes within. I am your co-host, Mike Booch, a.k.a. the Soy Boy Pseudo-Intellectual, and I am thrilled to be joined by my co-host. Please give it up for Ty. Hey, what's up, man? Just being a regular nihilist, but please, listeners, make sure that regardless of what podcast platform you're listening to us on, give us a rate and review. It helps us move up in the rankings when we start our super awesome Patreon. Uh, If you're not able to give any money... Liking, rating, reviewing, sharing, those are all very, very important means to get the podcast out there. Visit our YouTube page of the same name, like, and subscribe to get exclusive content. Visit us on Twitter at Politipop Pod, Instagram at Politipop Podcast, and you can always email us at politipopcast at gmail.com, right? No big deal. Yeah, no big deal at all. It's not. And please remember that you can find our show notes and sources at dot com. Whoa. Yeah, that's right. Let's move into some housekeeping before we review. The Purge election year, which will be in a separate episode or video, depending on how you're listening or watching this podcast. All right, so Ty, I have something really hot I wanted to start off with. Are you ready for it? I love hot things. A lot of people aren't talking about this, but Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links... The mobile game app for Yu-Gi-Oh!, which is free to play, has just included a new summoning mechanic in their game. It's known as XE's summoning, and it's what I used to destroy you last time we played. Are you familiar with it?
1: Uh, I know you destroyed me, but I wasn't familiar with with how or why. I just knew you were better.
0: <laughs> yeah, the games get the <laughs> the game definitely gets more complicated. Uh, but um, you know. Just as when we're talking about like self care and catharsis and stuff like that, uh, if any of you out there enjoyed the Yu-Gi-Oh card game when you were a kid, but you don't have money to buy cards or be competitive now, uh, the the mobile app is free to play. You can uh, do a lot of awesome shit there. Play people all around the world. Build a really cool deck. Plays your favorite characters with special skills and everything. And no, this episode is not brought to you by Konami or uh, <laughs> the Yu-Gi-Oh Duel Links or the trading card game. This is from pure uh, love. Huge fucking nerd. Yeah, and, yeah. and I, I, I love it. They finally added the new uh the series that has that mechanic. Like every time they add a new mechanic, they add the series that introduced it. So like That's it cool. started off with Yu-Gi-Oh and then it went Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, and then they went to five D's and I think um they did something oh, they cool. did one of the movies actually is its own game type and that and now Zexel is uh is the most recent one and, and I actually fell in love with that series a few years ago. Uh, I don't know why, but I think it's pretty good.
1: Yu Gi Oh just never dies, man. Like my brother texted me two weeks ago that he found uh, the original decks from like Kaiba and Yu Gi and stuff at a store, and he was buying them. And then like three days ago, we were talking about it at work because we were talking about football so much because of fantasy football. Everyone was complaining, so we started talking about Yu Gi Oh, and then someone was like, "You know what? Never mind, it's too nerdy. Why don't you go back to football?" That kind of hurt a little bit, but man, are it, you kidding me? It's okay. I found out one of my one of my cl- uh, my closest coworkers, this uh, this guy who's also a manager with me, he uh, he plays. So uh, I might have to might have to duel him one day when we're allowed to be around each oh. other. <laughs>
0: yeah. You, yes. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Outside of work. <laughs> no, just duel him at work. Okay? Oh, nice. Yeah, we could do that. We could do
1: that. Yeah. We'll we'll, do, we'll process that return for you in just a moment. We're just uh, it's my turn. Thanks. What happened to your
0: coworker? Oh, he went to the shadow realm. Nobody will be back in a week. Uh, but yeah, uh, anyway, that's something completely, uh, ridiculous. Uh, but Fun. also, Fun uh, you know, maybe you've heard about this, uh, but the president tested positive for COVID-19, uh, Donald Trump tested positive for it. And, uh, there were some hot takes on this. Um, Ty, what,
1: what were yours? Oh, Oh, my hot take was that I hoped he died from it. Um, and I hoped that he killed a couple other horrible people um, around him with it too, but uh, apparently that that is a very very controversial take, which I I wasn't expecting because I didn't I wasn't telling this to Trump supporters, Because um, I don't talk to them. Fuck them. Uh, I, was, I was talking mainly <laughs> to enough. like liberals and uh, including a family member who thought I was being really really. Cruel and over the top, and um, you know, I w- they asked, I was asked, when did you become so left? You know, how could you think that? You know, do you just hate America? Um, do you think you know other countries are handling COVID better? Yes, they are, <laughs> um, uh, and and you know, they they, I don't know, it just like a general, like wow, it was really intense. Which is funny to me because Trump doesn't actually care if anyone else lives or dies. Um, he, he could care less, right. Uh, you know, and he made a lot of horrible statements after he was diagnosed with, uh, with COVID-19 and, you know, talking about how it's not a big deal and basically, you know, telling people they should go out and not give a fuck. Um, which would probably kill them, and you know, I, I believe there's how many deaths in in uh, the U S. like over two hundred thousand, right, from COVID, supposedly. So
0: over two hundred thousand, yes,
1: yeah. So and, and he didn't seem to care when that was happening, but I should feel bad that I don't really care if he lives or dies. Actually, I prefer him to die, but uh, that's just that's just my feeling. I mean, he's he's a terrible person. He's done terrible things, and I think we all be better off without him on this earth.
0: I mean, I I've never like the guy at all you know before when he was in I don't want to say good health um, but whatever (laughs) health is the baseline for him Uh, so guess what it doesn't fucking change now now the thing is like I didn't want to wish it on him just because that might jinx it uh, I just kind of <laughs> I, like I didn't want to like, you know, put my energy out there. I just kind of wanted to sit back and, you know, see see what happens. Uh, but it is interesting to see like for the past 4 years you've had you've had politicians, you know, uh congress people, uh, you know, people that you and I know all over, you know, saying how terrible Trump is, yep. how, you know, he's this inhuman monster, he's separating people at the border. He's he needs supporting- to be stopped. Yeah, those concentration camp policies. Yeah, and like, you know, they're putting out ads now that are saying, vote for your life. Vote like your life depends on it. Michelle Obama, your, your life is depending on it. Vote for it. And, and Joe Biden, come on, blah, 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 vote for me, buddy. And like, I don't know, if vote for me, buddy is a really controversial topic. But, uh, <laughs> vote for me, buddy.
1: If you're not black, you're not voting for me or whatever, whatever horrible thing he said.
0: Yeah, if you don't vote for him,
1: uh, you're not black. Right, right, right. that's what it was, yep.
0: But, um, you know, a, a couple things. One, the fact that democracy got us to a spot where, depending on how we vote, we could die is wild. Like, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying that's necessarily what I believe, but that is the narrative. And yeah. I'm blown away by how normalized this narrative has become. It's like, hey, listen, you know, if, if the wrong guy wins, well, I'll fucking die. You know, so, so one of these things isn't true. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, Either- you got to imagine,
1: like, if if that's really the case, then maybe we should be doing more than just voting, right? Like, yeah, it's like, yeah, you which know, is you know what we've kind of been advocating. W- for would we have voted I mean. Hitler out? Like, was would that have been the move? You know what I mean? Like, like you know this Hitler guy, get Hitler at the polls, he's killing a lot of people, but we're we're gonna run against them. We're gonna you know we got to vote and get him out. You know like obviously cuz people have have compared Trump to Hitler like i've i've heard people many times yeah w- with their own mouth say this uh and if they really believe that then i re- you know you need to do more than just vote but yeah they're they're saying you need to vote to uh to to save your life yet yet i'm a monster for saying if he dies from covid then great saves us all the problem right saves us all the trouble i didn't give him covid he he got it his own dumb self because he doesn't want to you know except that it's dangerous and he he wears his mask sometimes and you know uh spread it to pretty much like the entire Republican party by this point
0: which i mean it's either him or hope hicks as a sleeper cell and i'm like i'm for it if that is the case but uh <laughs> but you know no but let's go with with the hitler analogy and it's like would would this conversation happen in nazi germany that it's like Oh, do you agree with the stuff Hitler has been doing? No, Hitler's a monster. He's terrible. Uh, oh, oh, but he got the, co- uh, he got the flu. <laughs> oh, but that's terrible. Do not wish death on, on Hitler on the Führer because he has the flu. He's <laughs> sick now. No, like, that's yeah, not how... pray. Let's pray it- for his
1: health. Let's pray for his health.
0: Yeah, and also, like you said, uh, you know, 200,000 deaths and counting, and and Trump has just... From the beginning, he caused people to die by saying it was a hoax. Yes, there was that interview he had where, you know, where he acknowledged how bad it was and yeah. um it was Woodward, right? Bob Woodward, I think did the interview. You know, he sat on that until it was time for him to release a book, like so many other people are doing. Capitalism kills people. But like but it would have been poetic justice. And it still might yeah, be. who it, knows because since he has been released.
1: Yes, he has right. been released, but there there are videos of him gasping for breath before his speech and you know, just a general sense that he's not as well as he's letting on. Um, and, and, you know, listen, again, maybe it's it's horrible thing to say. I don't care if he dies, but he, he is spreading misinformation. Like, he, he made a video after he was released, and he, and he was like, you know, I feel better than I have in 20 years. He was like, I may even be immune. I don't know. Like, he, he's just, you know, he's just throwing stuff out there. Um that he get people killed. You know, he 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 said, Don't let COVID ruin your life. Don't let it rule you. You know, get out there. We're gonna get out there. It's not so bad. Like, he literally said that. So, you know, if it gets him, Which it gets was, him.
0: Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, and that was that was one of my conspiracy theories was that he was going to use it as a means to tell people, listen, I recovered. I'm in the vulnerable group. I recovered, you can too. Even though I have unlimited Access to taxpayer-funded healthcare, yep. and you don't. Um, you know, yeah. I I I made it through. You can too. Go out and vote. That's yeah. the other thing too. Anyone who might have been holding off because of COVID, now now maybe I'm not honestly. If it's his if it's his uh, supporters, I feel like they were going to go out anyway. Like, um, you know, we'll talk about it during our uh, our purge election year episode. But I've said it to you off mic. People are less in love with America now and more in love with Trump. And they believe it's synonymous when the two are not synonymous.
1: I mean, like, they believe he is the American patriot. Like, there's literally paintings out there of him, like, clutching the flag, sitting at, you know, in the White House with Jesus' hand on his shoulder. Um, There was a a great one where he's, like, walking away disgusted as Bernie Sanders, uh, Nancy Pelosi, and some others are, like, stepping on the American flag (laughs) just, like, because they get along so well, you know? Like, that's just... It's just hilarious. I I don't know. It's just... It's frustrating, you know, um, and, and it's just—it was just crazy to me that so many people were like wishing him well. That just the day ago we were talking about how much of a an evil person he was and how he needed to be stopped. But you know, if I was like I said, I don't really give a shit if he makes it. I hope you know, I I, I hope he learns. You know, he he gets his whether he makes it or not. Hopefully, he learns his lesson at the very least. And I'm 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 a horrible person, so I don't know. You know, that's that's my take on it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I told you that I, I've always had this saying, the whole, like, oh, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. It's such a terrible fate. And guess what? If you would not wish a certain fate on your worst enemy, then they're not your worst enemy. Yep. So, I mean, Trump doesn't have to be everyone's worst enemy, but, but you know, but that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I I have always had this weird fantasy where, like, for whatever reason, you know, when you're at work and, like, you're just coming up with stupid shit in your head to get through the day— you know, I did have this, you know, this fantasy that like, oh, like, hey, everyone, the president's coming to visit. Would I or would I not, risk my life to punch him in the throat and and uh, punch him in the throat? <clears> throat> but uh, you know, and, and and I've always gone back and forth with it because like, no matter what, even when he's gone, the people that he's spoken to are still there. They're still here. They're still your neighbors, your coworkers, your family and i don't we that's the real never forget once he's out of office if he's ever out of, who knows who knows that those people still still sided with him and it wasn't because they loved america it was because they loved him and it was because they they loved the the racism that that he allowed them to to express yeah. openly
1: yep yep you know, they could say whatever they wanted without consequences Captain America yeah, actually called um, him out on, on I think on Twitter for, for talking about how, you know, how easy it was to get over COVID, you know, because like you said, he has access to the best um, you know, doctors, the best hospitals, the best uh experimental drugs. Like uh my girlfriend knows someone whose father passed away from COVID and one of the experimental drugs that Trump was on was something she had actually brought up to the hospital. They didn't have access to it. So could, could it have saved her, her father's life? Maybe. Maybe it could have, but it, it wasn't available to the public, but it's available to Trump. Um, and that just seems unfair, right? It just seems unfair that, that they get special privilege, um, when, you know, when so many people can't even afford to go to the doctor. You know, it's just, it's unbelievable. Yeah, and
0: it, you know, it's not even like in different circumstances, I would wish that he wouldn't get that health care.
1: But I mean, it would have to be very different circumstances. It's just everybody else. Should have yeah. So if that's everybody that's had it. access to that healthcare, then fine. No, nope, I have no issue with it. You know, but we don't. Yeah, we don't.
0: Um, can I go back real quick to this conversation you had with a family, unnamed family member? Yes. Um, you know, and it, it was interesting. I, I, you know, I saw a bit of the conversation, and the the question that always gets floated out there, and um, you know, normally not by liberals, like it seems to have been. It's normally this this question of. Well, go to another country. You think you'll have it better there? Yeah. Like, that's it. That's, you know, and I grew up with that because my father, who listened to the Lord of the Rings episodes, was an abusive father. He was neglectful. He was manipulative. He was emotionally abusive. And every time I complained as a kid, he would say, well, then go somewhere else. They'll put yeah. you in a foster home. They won't take as good care. Blah, blah, blah. Like, that's all it ever was. It's, it's for some reason, you can never ask for more out of your country and when you do you're not a patriot which is insane because the founding of this experiment of the american experiment of the united states was violence was we don't want to be attached to great britain anymore let us go let us not pay taxes for your wars that you're going into and and guess what it had to go to violence and you know those people are the ones who are historically thought of as patriots yeah, you know all those yeah. slave owners who fought on behalf of the United of uh, the colonies, which then became the United States. You know, they're they're thought of as the patriots for asking for more, for constantly wanting to improve. The founding fathers are thought of as heroes and patriots because they wanted to improve their country.
1: So yeah. how is now? Isn't that the goal, wanting- right? Don't you always want to is- be better as a person, uh, you know, as a as an entity, as a country, like whatever it is? The goal is always to get better, right? Like that's why people study that's why people train that's why you know you practice things so you can get better yeah and
0: it's i mean i don't know like in what other aspect is that okay i don't is it don't okay know. to you know your 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 girlfriend or boyfriend you know gets mad at you and you and you say oh well fine then why don't you go with somebody else you know like that's i i don't know it's it it is it is flawed logic and i think it just comes from the boomer uh the boomer generation for sure for sure because regardless of where they stand politically um i noticed your unnamed family member also said well that's politics
1: yes you know that's that's
0: what it is and this person uh, is a
1: liberal right they 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 talk about how much they hate trump all the time um even voted for bernie sanders uh in in the primaries last uh last election you know 2016 um but like yeah, I mean, this person's significantly older. They are a boomer. And, you know, I, I finally said to them, you know, you want to just accept things as they are, right? Because you're at an age now where it just doesn't matter to you anymore. Like, change isn't yes, important because true. you're you're nearing the end of your lifetime. And I said, you know, while not, a, I wouldn't say young, you know, I, I'm only maybe a, a halfway to a third of my life, right? I still have a long time left. I mean, fucking left, hopefully. Right? Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. We'll see how these yeah. parades keep going by your house and but
0: that's kind we'll of yeah. killed but yeah and Hopefully. like
1: I my my feeling is I want to know when I leave this earth that it, that it's a little better that maybe I helped make it a little better or that I saw some sort of improvement whether it's in you know uh the health care for for the people of this country Or you know, environmental change. Like I want to see positive change. That's important to me. You know, I, I, I want to leave the people that are younger than me, that are going to be inheriting the earth from us to have a, have a shot, to have a better life. Um, and I said to this person, you know, don't you want to see me have a good life? Don't you want to see like, you know, my brother, like, don't you want to see all of us have, have a, a healthy, you know, a uh, place to live and, and a place to get better. What if in four
0: years your brother can't get married?
1: I, I said that. I said, well, you know, you know? You, do you want to see his his rights as a gay man stripped away? Like, is that something that you're okay with? And their response was God, just he like, he is
0: a man now, isn't he? He is a man now. Met this kid when he was fucking like nine or ten. Yeah, Sorry, he did. yeah, he did. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: you know, and this per- this family member responded like, you know, well, the world sucks, people suck. It's never going to change. They're
0: halfway there. I mean, yeah, <laughs> people I do, do believe
1: that the world sucks, but I mean, ch- change happens, but change will know, only if happen if we happen. push it. Yes. We have to make it happen. If we just keep sitting here accepting that, it, that it's not going to change, it never will. And I think, you know, right now, uh, we're at a time where, where young people in America are sick of that shit, man. Like we, we want to, to see change. We want to see things, you know, rapidly uh, get better for people, and I think the generation you know Rapidly. that's younger than us, even they like they they're even even better. Like I think us as millennials, like we 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 went into it really wanting change, and we gave up because things got really hard for us, and it was really hard to to make change. And you know, I think we're starting to get motivated again. Bernie really helped that out, um, but the the new generation, you know, they're they're making shit happen. They're not they're not just sitting on on their asses doing nothing. You know, they're they're smart and they they want things to get better. So I say, let's go for it, right? What do we have to lose? Things either stay the status quo or we make it better.
0: What do you have to lose except your chains? Yeah, uh, which Ooh. I did not I did not make up. But uh, but yeah, there's this disillusionment uh, of the of older generations, and I think it really does. It's Stockholm syndrome. That comes from being raised in America. You're raised to believe that Americans, and namely white Americans, you know, they were the best people. Yep. They always saved the rest of the world. They helped everybody out. And, uh, you know, we're just we're just finding out that it's not true. The in the history, which they always love to quote, just doesn't support that. Actual history doesn't support that.
1: No, it doesn't. We were we were discussing, you know, uh, the stimulus package, which I'm going to talk about a little more uh, in detail in a minute, but. You know, and just in just the general way that America has handled, uh, not just COVID, but but the economic side of it for for Americans, you know, and, uh, you know, this person said to me, well, do you think other countries are doing it better? you know what, you know you really think other countries are better than America that they're handling this better i said yes you don't think you don't think they're doing better yeah, i know they are right like like uh, we're talking about first world countries obviously and i uh, i'm not going to sit here and say america is the worst country in the world that it's the worst place to live i know that we we have a lot of benefits that people around the world don't but when you compare it to canada to england to Italy, to Germany, you know, we we we're not handling this well. You know, those countries have either suspended mortgage and rent. They they're giving monthly payments to their to their uh, citizens. You know that they're, they're they're making sure they don't go bankrupt. They don't they don't die. They, they have health care. They have money to eat. They have a, a roof over their heads. And here we get 1200 hundred dollar check, and it's taken months and battling and battling and battling to maybe get another. You know, it's just it's just insane to me, Uh, you know, and and, and so to me, I'm like, yeah, there are other countries doing better. So why shouldn't we demand that we do better as well?
0: Yeah. And that's, you know, and that's it. You know, don't don't be satisfied with 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 being stagnant, you know, with the whole like it's totally fine that that, you know, the one percent or actually it might be more accurately five percent. But uh, but, you know, that the that the one percent is. um is is has access to not only all the healthcare we don't have access to but also all of all of that money which once again it's very rare that somebody comes from nothing and becomes an incredibly successful billionaire or trillionaire you are, you inherit that or you step on the backs of other people to get there and yep. if you do come from nothing and do get there it's because it has been built on blood and bones of the lower class that's how America does function. That's that's how capitalism functions. The moment you come into this world, you are only as good as the work that you can provide, whatever you can earn for the person above you. You know, it's all a pyramid scheme.
1: Yeah, I, that's a great way to uh, describe it. Actually, that's that's pretty uh, pretty accurate. I have my moments.
0: Uh, <laughs> I want to read a moment from uh, filmmaker Michael Moore real quick because he had an interesting take when uh, Trump first came down with COVID. Uh, it's a it's a little little long, but but please bear with me. He says. So now, Trump has earned your trust? A note of COVID caution for Michael Moore. There is one absolute about Trump. He's a consistent, absolute, unrelenting, fearless, and professional liar. A serial liar. A factually proven liar. How many lies now has the Washington Post proven in these four years? 25,000? A lie at least twice during every waking hour? Think of all the bad people you've known in your life. Even the worst ones you couldn't say that about. Now, why on earth would we believe him today? Has he earned your trust now? No. Yet, we're decent enough to not want him to be sick, to wish him well, and maybe just this once give him the benefit of the doubt, because why would he lie about this? That's not the question. The question we, and yes, I mean you, too, the media, the only question we really need to be asking is this. Why would Trump all of a sudden just start telling the truth? All of you, my friends, have been saying for four years, Trump's a liar, Trump's a liar. Why would you believe him now? He's, he very well may have COVID-19. In fact, let's assume he does. Of course he has it. Does that make him not Trump? I'm certain Mussolini came down with the flu one time. Oh, there we go. Way to go, Michael Moore. Yeah, more. <laughs> um, Pinochet and Franco would catch a cold every now and then. Margaret Thatcher must have had a migraine or two. None of them suddenly became nice or did good things or started telling the truth because they got sick. Jesse Helms with a runny nose was still Jesse Helms. But Trump has a history of lying about his health. His longtime New York doctor, Dr. Bornstein, admitted a few years ago that Trump dictated his perfect doctor's letter during the 2016 campaign. Then there was the White House doctor who said Trump could live 200 years. What about his lying about that emergency trip to Walter Reed to complete his physical? Trump also has a history of lying about his opponent's health, like when when Hillary fell ill at the 9-11 remembrance ceremony or what he's now been saying about Biden's health. So we must be skeptical. We must always remain skeptical when it comes to Trump. He may have it, but it's also possible he's lying. That's just a fact. But why would he lie about this? What would he have to gain? I mean, it looks bad that he's called it a hoax for seven months and and he totally mismanaged the government response and now he has it? Doesn't it look terrible that he spent months downplaying, wearing masks, dismissing social distancing, holding large rallies filled with the elderly, at-risk supporters, and even killing his own supporters like Herman Cain? And doesn't this go against his brand of always projecting, and exaggerating, his own strength, his health, his genetics, his virility? Yes, this is all true. He wouldn't want to admit he's come down with a hoax. But, he's losing the election. And he knows it. It's not 2016. He was hated in 2016, but he's hated even more now. Millions of Americans are on fire and on the verge of serving him up a major league ass whooping and a record landslide defeat. So he needs badly to totally change the conversation about this campaign. And he just has. Democrats, liberals, the media, and others have always been wrong to simply treat him as a buffoon and a dummy and a jackass. I mean, Yes, he is all of those things, but he's also canny. He's clever. He outfoxed Comey. He outfoxed Mueller. He outfoxed 20 Republicans in the GOP primary and then did the same to Democrats, winning the White House despite receiving fewer votes than his opponent. He's an evil genius, and I've raised the possibility of him lying about having COVID-19 to prepare us and counteract his game. He knows being sick tends to gain one sympathy. He's not above weaponizing this. He's been lying about how soon a vaccine will be ready. What better way to hammer home that lie than by directing a saga in the final weeks before the election that culminates in the release of this vaccine? I'm going to skip a few things. But most dangerously, he may use this to push for delaying or postponing the election. The Constitution does not allow for this, but he doesn't give a fuck about the Constitution. He and his thug attorney General Barr have no shame and will stop at nothing to stay in power. He may even use this as an excuse for losing. Then there's this. He may use his COVID as a pretext to drop out of the race and move Pence to the top of the ticket. Pence would temporarily become president, and then Pence could preemptively pardon Trump for all of his crimes. I'm gonna leave it at that. Uh, there's there's a, a little bit more. I know that was that was kind of long winded. Damn. Um, but but I, you know I thought Michael Moore brought up some interesting points. We don't have to discuss them. You know we'll move on to the stimulus thing. But you know but some, like I was wondering that too. Like he's lied about everything. Why would he tell us that he has COVID? Why would, he, why would he make himself look like that, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's it's a valid point, you know? How can you take him at his word? Because um, it makes him look weak, right? Uh, unless he just wants to make it look like he's so strong that he, he's going to come back healthier than ever, you know, talk about how, which he's kind of already doing, that he beat COVID, that, you know, it's no big deal, and, you know, uh, he's the healthiest president of all time or whatever the fuck he's going to spend.
0: All right. So, Ty, what do you have for us with this, uh, with this stimulus situation here?
1: Oh, yeah. So, uh, I believe it was on Tuesday, October 6th, Trump kills stimulus talks, tweets no deal until after I win election. In the minutes after his tweet, the Dow Jones Industrial Average plunged more than 400 points. So this is from NBCnews.com, but it's been widely— Time to buy
0: low, sell high. Buy low, sell high. Beat them at their own game. Sorry.
1: Yeah, it's uh, NBC News, and it's been widely reported everywhere. But President Donald Trump effectively killed any chance of new coronavirus relief. Uh, Nancy Pelosi is asking for $2.4 trillion to bail out poorly run, high-crime Democrat states. Money that is in no way related to COVID-19, Trump said of the aid package passed by House Democrats last week which is actually for $2.2 trillion. I mean, a very generous offer of $1.6 trillion. And as usual, she is not negotiating in good faith. I am rejecting their request and looking to the future of our country. I have instructed my representatives to stop negotiating until after the election, when immediately after I win, we will pass a major stimulus bill that focuses on hardworking Americans and small business, he continued. I have asked Mitch McConnell not to delay, but to instead focus full-time on approving my outstanding nominee to the United States Supreme Court, Amy Coney Barrett. Trump then praised the state of the economy, pointing to <sighs> the stock market, unemployment, and recent job gains in the minutes after his tweet the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Plunged by more than 400 points. So Trump is that's basically hilarious. trying to hold uh, people's livelihood ransom until he wins the election. That, that's what I got out of that, right? Uh, yeah. Which yeah. I was really shocked by. I thought he was going to try to approve something to make him look good. Instead, he was like, "Now fuck you, vote for me, and then you'll get money." <laughs> that's that's what he's doing.
0: Yeah, that's it's you know that's such a desperate move. You would think that he would approve something and then be like guys I'm your fucking president I'll take care of you vote
1: for me I, I would have bet I would have bet anything that that's what he's going to do and I think everyone's pretty shocked right now and also I think that you could use that to
0: to win over the moderates that Biden is trying to steal yep. all the moderates and conservatives that Biden's trying to steal because he you know Trump keeps saying the You know, that the Democrat cities don't deserve to be bailed out. Now, Biden's campaign has been able to—I'm not saying Biden specifically, but Biden's <laughs> campaign has been able to—he's not coming up with fucking shit. He's no. not in the fucking writer's room with all
1: these people being like, not. oh, you know,
0: it's a great idea. The last thing he
1: wrote was the crime bill.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and even then, he had help with
1: it. Of course.
0: But, yeah, I— uh <laughs> You know, uh, Hillary Clinton calling people super predators. But but yeah, so he he keeps running on this idea of like, listen, we're not Democrat states and, and Republican states. We're Americans and we're all together and I will govern everybody. And I'm going to be a president to every American, not just not just the ones who agree with me. And, you know, and, and it's surprising to me that that Trump wouldn't do that to be like, hey, listen, like, you know, get the moderates back. And say, listen, I'm helping you guys. I'm I'm saving you. I approved this thing. I'm giving you all this money and stuff. And, you know, if that doesn't earn me another four years, I don't know what does. You know, regardless of whether you're Democrat, Republican. I think like I think that's the way to go for it. And honestly, who's to say it won't happen late October? You yeah. Know, anything's of possible, I feel. He has executive orders, you know, behind him, like
1: but you just get you got to look at it like there are millions of people without jobs right now who who cannot pay their rent or their mortgage. They can't even buy food, and they're they're hoping for an for this one little stimulus check and the payroll protection stuff, and, and they can't even get that. Like it's it just blows my mind. Like to me, like he is a monster. Like how could you do this? Um, but funny enough, uh, this afternoon. Uh, which is not even 24 hours later, Wednesday the 7th, uh, Trump seemed to reverse his stance a bit. Wait, uh, what? So I have an article here from the Wall Street Journal. It says, stocks rise as Trump appears to soften stance on stimulus. Um, U.S. stocks climb Wednesday after President Trump appeared to soften his stance on a further stimulus package for American households, airlines, and small business. The Dow Jones Industrial Average rose 556 points, or two percent. Um, a whole bunch of them did. And uh, basically, what happened was President Trump um, has been tweeting out, like, I guess, like nonstop, and uh, people, people, people weren't really sure how to take it. But just hours later, the president seemed set to shift course. He said in a series of overnight tweets that he was ready to sign right now if he was sent a standalone bill for sending. $1,200 checks to Americans. He also urged lawmakers to approve a $25 billion package to support airlines, payrolls, and $135 billion for the Paycheck Protection Program, aimed at helping small businesses. Uh, and walking back from the earlier tweet was pretty notable, said James McCormick, a strategist in NatWest Markets, and as people thinking he'll do some targeted stimulus. So I know a lot of the airlines um, came out and were very, very open about the fact that they are going to be furloughing uh, further employees and, uh, you know, just in in general, you know, panic because nobody's flying and they were really, really counting on this. Um, and I think, you know, with with the stock market dropping drastically and probably a lot of people uh, telling Trump you're going to lose votes by doing this. He all of a sudden decided maybe he needs to uh, change his story a bit. So what yeah, what he's now claiming is he will approve very specific parts of the the, the package that was passed. Um, And, you know, that is the $1,200 checks to Americans, uh, the airline protection. um, And and he he says, like, those have to be, you know, given to him separately. And, like, listen, I kind of said from the start, why does it have to be this giant package that, uh, you know, they're going to have to negotiate for months on? I I wish they would have just done the $1,200 checks, you know, on their own. Like, let's focus on that, get them, to, get them into people's hands, and then worry about the rest after. Um, I, my guess is that Democrats are afraid that once that's passed, they won't be able to get anywhere with the rest of it. So that was kind of how they were pushing uh, Republicans to negotiate. But, uh, you know, I mean, we'll see. You know, now now Trump's claiming that he'll do that. <laughs> he actually tagged, like, on Twitter, uh, Nancy Pelosi and, and some other people in Congress. Uh, yes, I noticed that. Yeah, which was, yeah. was pretty hilarious. So... Uh, yeah, he he's changing his tune really, really, really quickly.
0: I mean, what's what's interesting? I mean, the reason why they they want to negotiate on a on a huge package is because, as I mean, as far as I understand, and you know, if any of you listening out there, are fucking you know, uh, lawyers and shit or whatever, <laughs> or you know, constitutional lawyers, feel free to let me know. Yeah, please. Uh, but like, out. you know, usually, you know, usually, I know that bills and acts and stuff usually have. Uh, Have like fine print, you know, so it'll be like, all right, Trump signs this thing and approves uh, this much money to, you know, to to Americans. But then (laughs) it it also like provides funding to to the NRA or provides funding to, you know, the Boogaloo Boys. (laughs) Who knows, honestly? (laughs) Um, But yeah, Proud Boys uh, standing by. uh, There you go. Proud Boys standing by Uh, who I'll tell you about somebody who is not a Proud Boy. You know I don't have to do the segues. I could just be like next story. But <laughs> but I always <laughs> but They're feel like funny. Segwaying. I enjoy them. Yeah. Um Let me tell you about uh, Wolf City officer Sean Lucas. He responded to a call about a possible fight after 8 p.m. Saturday, just north of the city center, the Texas Department of Public Safety said. Wolf City is about 70 miles northeast of Dallas. Officer Lucas made contact with a man later identified as 31-year-old Jonathan Price, who was reportedly involved in the disturbance. Officer Lucas attempted to detain Price, who resisted in a non-threatening posture and began walking away, a DPS statement said. So I guess he was just like... Fuck this, I'm out. <laughs> um, I don't know if there's any video yet. Uh, this is the this is the first. I'm. I mean, I I've been trying to stay away from social media as much as possible, but you know, to an extent that it's still healthy for the podcast, at least. Yeah. So Jonathan Price really it went under the radar until I I saw a random hashtag and I was like, who is this? Uh, Lucas used his taser and then fired his weapon, hitting Price. Was he fucking dual wielding? Jesus Christ. (laughs) And then fired his weapon, hitting Price, the statement said. Price died at a hospital, according to the statement. The preliminary investigation indicates that the actions of Officer Lucas were not, objectively, reasonable. Price was intervening in a domestic dispute and was never violent before Lucas shot him, said S. Lee Merritt, the attorney for Price's family. The situation was resolved before law enforcement arrived. Resolved? That's a weird way, and this is from fucking CNN. The the you know they always say like oh CNN's the socialist liberal agenda blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the the situation was resolved. We murdered a fucking man in cold blood. They, they the have to
1: word was- everything so specifically, you know. It's, really, it's like yeah. You know, it's funny because uh, the right will always talk about being politically correct, but when you really think about it, like <laughs> that's that's the most stuff. politically correct people are
0: are like the left-wing media. And I use that term left very loosely, and it's be- I'll say the liberal media. Yes. Now I li- sound like fucking Alex. Let me tell you a second about why.
1: Yeah, the liberal media.
0: <laughs> about why the liberal media is too politically correct, okay? <laughs> uh and it's because all the right wing they'll outright say that they hate black people and stuff but but the liberal media they're, they'll still hate minorities and marginalized groups but they'll make it okay for everybody to look at and play both sides <laughs> therefore making them more dangerous you know it's the, you know it's the democrats the, and and you know and the liberal media and cnn they're all they're all in it together to say outwardly we think racism is bad but they really fucking don't um you know they just they just want to continue uh, pushing, which is why I think, you know, certain things are really starting to push Biden toward the White House. You know, this whole it's, it's very desperate, this marketing of vote for your fucking life. You know, like they really, really want Biden in there. And you got to wonder why, you yeah. know, it's because because it's not because he's made promises to change things. He's. That, that's it. I know you got to wonder why it's not because he's made promises to change things. That's it. Um. Let me finish this off. Uh, after Mr. Price refused repeated instructions and physically resisted, Officer Lucas deployed his taser and continued to give Mr. Price instructions. Okay, so it wasn't at the same time, I guess. Mr. Price resisted the effects of the taser. Okay, and attempted to take it away from Officer Lucas. Hmm, Rogers said in a statement Tuesday night. Officer Lucas and uh, Attorney uh, Robert Rogers, he's the one who's representing Lucas, the cop who shot uh, Jonathan Price. Okay. Mr. Price resisted the effects of the taser and attempted to take it away from Officer Lucas, Roger said in a statement Tuesday night. Officer Lucas only discharged his weapon in accordance with Texas law when he was confronted with an aggressive assailant who was attempting to take his taser. A preliminary autopsy report from the Dallas County Medical Examiner's Office provided few details aside from the cause of death, gunshot wounds. A full report is, is this the onion I'm reading? A full report is expected in six to eight weeks. Texas Rangers booked Lucas into the Hunt County jail on Monday. It's not clear where Lucas is being held or if he's bonded out. He is not listed on Hunt County's online jail roster. So that's interesting. The cop has actually been arrested.
1: Yeah. That is pretty interesting, actually.
0: I mean, you know, it's a welcome change of pace. Uh, He'll probably get out, but but we'll see. You know, we'll keep an eye on this. Uh, Of course, there's been, uh, you know, protests. Friends and family are mourning his death. And, uh, you know, the family attorney is calling for videos and police reports. So it's not just, you know, one side versus, you know, one side's uh, hearsay. You know, he says, she says versus the others. Um, but, yeah, so, guys, the reason I'm I'm reading this out there and just kind of, you know, not giving it, like, I'll, you know, not spending the entire episode on this is because, uh, just to let you know that this is still happening.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: So you know, next time you hear someone say, "Oh my God, enough with it! Why are we always talking about race?" Blah blah blah. Because it's still fucking happening.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's happening. It's probably happening far more than than is being reported. Far more than we're talking about. It's, it's happening probably every day. So you know, never for a minute think that things have gotten better or or you know we've changed. You know, uh, Martin Luther King didn't end racism, right? It's it's still here uh, and it, it's still active very much in in everything and everywhere around 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 this country and around the world and it's been happening and it's
0: continue. it's going to continue to happen uh you know and uh, i'll close off by by quoting the late and great frederick Douglass. uh i'm going to paraphrase him actually uh where he said uh you know power isn't given unless it has a reason to so we're literally just looking for for justice and at the very least you know, in a, in a perfect world for cops to be better and just be held to a higher standard and not murder civilians with impunity. I mean, you know, hopefully video footage comes out soon. Hopefully we can see how this actually went down. And, uh, you know, and, and if indeed this this cop is in the wrong, which statistically he is, you know, if, if history shows anything, uh, you know, hopefully justice will be served. He's already in jail, so that's a start. But, you know, honestly, we, you know, we need to see indictments, we need to see trials, we need everything. And, uh, you know, folks, just just make sure that you're staying vigilant and know that um, that that this stuff is still happening, regardless of of how comfortable you may be getting, or how tired or emotionally exhausted you may be getting. And we're gonna talk a little bit about that more in the next episode, which is going to be our review of the Purge Election Year and a little bit more of the Purge franchise, which I'm excited to give you. And, Ty, you had one last story for us. Please enlighten me as to uh, the cringe that you're about to <laughs> divulge on this world. Well, about to we let spoke loose. a lot
1: about Trump. And, and you know, I, I don't think the day would be complete without also talking about Biden, uh, the hero who will save us from Trump. There is an article <laughs> from the New York Post uh, that's titled, Biden Makes Eyebrow Raising Comments to Young Girls at Campaign Stop in Miami. So... Uh, Nothing nothing new there, right? Uh, Joe Biden's wife had to pull the Democratic presidential nominee away from reporters on the campaign trail to maintain social distancing. That didn't prevent one of his signature eyebrow-raising comments at an event later in the afternoon. While speaking to reporters Monday outside the Biden campaign jet, the former vice president was filmed standing closer than the CDC recommended six feet apart from the press. Biden was asked a question by a reporter when his better half (laughs) came up behind him and pulled him back a couple of steps. I'm sorry, Biden said, as he was shuffled backwards, oh regaining his thoughts. This is a
0: bad no. <laughs> it's a bad
1: joke, Biden. I don't know why she calls him. Just he, he's just name. like lost everywhere he goes, and people have to guide him. Uh, after <laughs> Mr. Their fly- Magoo is running for president. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, really horrible, uh, Mr. Magoo. After their flight, the Bidens arrived in Miami, Florida, where they visited Little Haiti Cultural Center. While there, he watched a performance by a group of school-aged children before delivering remarks about how Hispanics would be supported under a, uh, a Biden administration. During his remarks, he had an awkward moment when he told a group of girls that he planned to come back and see them dance again once they were four years older. The good news is for me, I'm here. The bad news for you is I'm coming back. He said, "I'm sorry." <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. Did he actually say that? Or did you just <laughs> This is an actual quote The good news sorry, read it again I just need to uh, yes, take yep. this in. I
1: just need this. <clears throat> the good news is for me, I'm here. The bad news for you is I'm coming back, he said. I'm coming back. I'm coming back. I wanna see these beautiful young ladies. I wanna see them dancing when they're four years older too, he quipped to the crowd. Oh my God, I, that's not too different from what
0: Beatrix Kiddo said in the first Kill Bill, oh. <laughs> to, to that child about killing, about fighting her to the death when she was an adult. Oh I'll my, I'll be back. God.
1: <laughs> it's like, I like it's Mr. fuck? It
0: really is. You can't. You can't make it up. Like we're gonna have to start having SNL sketches that are just
1: people living regular fucking lives. Yes, I know. They get away from this. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. This guy cannot help himself, man. He just, like, he just needs to not talk ever again until until the election's over. Because he, yeah. just, Oh man, wow.
0: And uh, and I do want to follow that up with, uh, obviously, you and I are not voting for Biden. No. Uh, because that was something I heard a lot in 2016, where they're like, oh, Trump just needs to shut up. Like, you know, like, oh, you don't agree with what he's saying, but you're totally going to fucking vote for him. Uh, no, Biden does need to shut up, stop being Joe Biden. Um, you know what? Could Before we close off, could could he win your vote, and what would it take?
1: At this point... Uh, I am 99.9% sure that he could not because uh, every chance he had, he has failed to. Um, if he had actually worked with Bernie Sanders to, uh, to move his campaign and his policies to the left a bit, uh, if he was going to work on some sort of Medicare for all, um, if he was going to help maybe either eliminate or reduce student loan debt. Uh, If he was going to participate in, you know, uh, in in the Green New Deal and and making that a a part of the country's policies, uh, there there may have been a chance. I I may have considered it if I really believed that he was going to do any of those things to help us. Uh, But he literally said he wouldn't. So at this point, there's there's really not anything he could do to win my vote. Uh, And if he if he all of a sudden said he was gonna like 30 days before the election, I wouldn't believe him
0: that's exactly what i was going to say that like if he'd have said this stuff months ago yes might have been a different story but literally he's just been on the campaign trail being like yo i'm gonna fuck these latina bitches i beat bernie sanders in the fucking face uh i'm not a socialist yeah fuck socialism i'm gonna refund police we're gonna give (laughs) i'm not gonna defund the police i'm gonna refund them (laughs) they're gonna have more money to
1: know what to do with they're gonna have so many guns
0: that's right, man. They're gonna have they're gonna have everything. Fucking Halo, all those weapons <laughs> and more. Yeah, yeah. he's gonna and give more. them the most
1: advanced armor you can ever see. It's it, water bottles right. will explode when they get near them.
0: Yeah, and like you know, uh, they'll have like the spanker uh, missile launcher, the rocket launcher, and uh, and it'll be like uh, uh, seventeen protesters injured today, and and he's gonna be like, listen, he rocket launched shot them in the leg didn't he <laughs> so, there are no more legs left just shoot him in the leg <laughs> but,
1: he's keeping people alive man they're
0: all gonna be jacob blake's like jacob blake is still alive and unfortunately that's the best case scenario right now for black people being brutalized by the police best case scenario is that you get paralyzed from the waist down you know like it, it's it, it's wild and so so yeah i mean the only way joe biden you remember in uh, team america where at the end gary has to go uh back to the leader of the group after the all is lost moment in the story, and he has to suck his cock to prove that he's loyal to the cause. Yes. Even after Joe Biden finishes doing that to me, I would still be like Hawkins. Twenty <laughs> <Green> twenty, Party. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter because, like you said, if he had, if he had been saying this months ago, maybe, maybe, thin thin, maybe. But the more I've been learning about our, quote-unquote, democ- democracy in the history of our country, no. Everything happens the way that it's meant to, and we're made to believe that we, that we have a choice. You can't, you can't play by their game and expect to win.
1: No, you can't. They,
0: they make the rules, so you, got, you have to change the game. You know, that's, that's it. Uh, you can only find outtakes, if you want to laugh. On our YouTube channel, you can find us on Twitter at Politipop Pod, Instagram at Politipop Podcast, email us at politipopodcast at gmail and check out our show notes and sources at politipopodcast And once again, if you're not able to 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 give any money when the options there, always just uh, please uh, rate and review us as often as you can. It helps the algorithm, helps helps put us out there um, in front of in front of new new listeners' faces whenever they open up whatever podcast app they have for the Politipop Podcast. I've been Mike Booch. I've been Ty. Remember, no matter what media you're taking in, never stop thinking, never stop learning, and please, read between the lines. And scene. Thank
1: you.